Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. All right, let's do this, shall we? From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. It is Tuesday, May 5th. I had American cheese on my instant ramen today, and it was delicious. And this is another edition of Nerdette's Introvert's Guide to the Good Life. So last week we did an episode all about what people might have done differently if they'd like magically had a one week warning before all this stay at home stuff started. And one answer we got a lot of was all about haircuts. Hair? We don't need no stinking hair. Maybe your bangs are starting to get very long. Maybe you've noticed your colleagues in Zoom meetings are starting to look a little shaggier than they normally like to. Maybe you've even wondered if now is time to think about cutting your own hair. I happened to get like a cute little pixie cut in February, which means I've been getting super moppy lately. And my friend Julia, who cuts hair under normal circumstances, offered to do a haircutting lesson with me via Zoom. So I ordered some haircutting shears for like 30 bucks online and she walked me through it. What do you, what are your concerns? What do you want to control? I mean, this is just like a big, intense wad. In some ways, it was actually a lot easier than I thought it would be. I mean, there were some weird reaching angles. I definitely did not do anything with the back of my head. Let's be very clear about that. It's still a little bulky, though, huh? So now it's heavy. So now we're going to fix the heaviness with that other trick where we're going to pull it straight out. Oh, brilliant. And I will say I also cut myself approximately 17 times. Those shears are f***ing sharp, you guys. Pull it like a unicorn. And then you can kind of just like snip little tiny notches into it like this. You see that? I'm just doing it, girl. But I mean, for the most part, I do think it looks pretty good. I can't see what you're doing. You're stressing oh. <laughs> Though sometimes I do wonder if it's actually, like, a lot like Jim Halpert's hair from The Office. Do you need a mirror close by so you can see? I don't know. I think I'll be okay. That's a lot of hair in your fingers right now. (laughs) (laughs) But again, could be much worse. So that's, like, really the best way to cut the front. Everyone's problem is that they, like, do this to their hair and then do this to their hair and end up with, like... A dumb and dumber bang, as my friend Katie told me she gave herself last week. Dumb and dumber bang. Not only did Julia graciously offer to walk me through my own haircut, she also agreed to take some listener questions that you might have about at-home haircuts. Our guest today is my dear friend and the woman who cuts my hair, Julia Pishko. Hey, Julia. Hello. Okay, so... Under, like, non-pandemic normal circumstances, would you ever tell anyone that they should cut their own hair? No. (laughs) 
Okay. So like how often, you know, again, under like non-pandemic circumstances, how often would people come into the salon and you'd have to fix the weird hack jobs that they did do when they did try to cut their own hair? I mean, I've definitely had to forgive and assist in many wine induced home haircuts. <laughs> it happens like after breakups or if I missed them the last time I was in town. <laughs> but um, Right, right. Uh, yeah, I would say maybe once a month I end up seeing one person that cut their bangs into the side part of their hair and I apologize that it's going to take four months for them to grow it out, but <laughs> we do what we can. Granted, obviously a podcast is not like a hella visual medium, so I don't think we can get too much into like the details this way, but it seems like there are still some like, you know, like at least big bullet points that you and I could talk through. And I think the first one probably is like, if someone does decide they're willing to take the risk and they want to try to cut their own hair, what do they need? Like what kind of tools do they need? Can they use their children's like safety scissors? Like, what do you think? Uh, not if they're point cutting, because those are meant to not be sharp on the edges to not lose children's fingers, but mm -hmm. um, also preferably not kitchen scissors or those giant blue handled scissors that you would wear. Like even I've known people that have been using even like tiny nail scissors just for <laughs> trimming up around the bang. Whoa. Um, the more delicate looking sewing scissors are a great option. And as you know, I guess you can order some for not a million dollars online, but I've had many friends who have taken weeks for them to get scissors from Sally's or whatnot. But even like the drugstore will have some $10 Conair scissors that will probably be an improvement to your giant kitchen scissors. <laughs> so of course, you know, a lot of people are what, like almost two months into, you know, stay at home orders, not having been able to get haircuts. Um, in general, it seems like most ladies, especially with long hair are more or less fine, except I, I did get a lot of bangs questions. Yes. I think bangs people are the bravest about. Yeah. So what's your, what's your bang advice? make sure that you're not really trying to take hair from beyond that point, like where your eyebrows end and you go straight up. A lot mm -hmm. of people make things a lot harder on themselves because they are holding their fringe really close to their head and cutting straight across, trying to cut the straightest line they can. And again, they're not using the tip of the scissors. They're doing it the way they would more traditionally use scissors. And then the tip accidentally catches that part of their temples. And that is just hell to grow out. <laughs> or deal with. So <laughs> trying to keep your hair at its most natural fall, like small sections going straight down. And if you can section your hair to where you can literally see through the piece of hair, like if you could read a newspaper print behind that little section of hair, you're going to have your best results. So take your bangs and four tiny, tiny sections. Okay, let's listen to a voicemail. This is actually from our mutual friend, Susie. Hey, Julia. So I cut my own hair, my long hair, into a bob. And it's fine, but uh, it, it's got like that triangular early 90s mom look. How do I successfully thin out a bob by myself? You can kind of do a little bit of an optical illusion by cutting the underneath layers just a pinch shorter than the top layer. So the top layer can kind of collapse over those shorter Ooh. layers. And I mean, literally like no more than a quarter of an inch to a half an inch difference. Uh -huh. 
But again, in taking those sections, if you can take out the crown of your head on a bob and cut the rest straight the way everyone I think is cutting bobs at home awkwardly right now. And then, (laughs) 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 and then let that top section fall over it and cut that just a pinch longer than everything else. Perfect. And also not cutting your hair wet is probably going to be your best visual guide. The most disasters I've been hearing about right now is people that are experiencing the shrinkage factor of thinking they have more control cutting their hair wet, but you're going to have to use your artistic eye as your guide. And so the more you can see your hair as it really is, the easier it's going to be to not botch it completely, I think. So you're saying, because a lot of people often are used to like when they go to the salon, you know, you get your hair washed first and then you get it cut wet, but you're saying do it dry all the time is the best way to like know what's happening. Yes. I think if you're doing your hair at home, everyone uses way more tugging action. They're pulling their bangs down over their eyes and then cutting and then letting go. And they're two inches higher. Your hair is more elastic when it's wet. Like, so you're getting more stretch on that hair. It's giving you the impression that it's much longer than it is. So if you take small sections for control and cut it dry, I think you're going to have much better results. (laughs) A great trick for anyone cutting a man's hair at home right now What I've heard from people I've tried to coach through that's going terribly wrong is the ear situation. Mm. And a stylist that I worked with in New York years ago when I first started doing hair taught me this trick because if you ask someone to hold down their ear, they're going to start leaning their head. So if you ask whatever dude whose hair you're cutting to hold down their ear from across their body, their left ear is held down by their right hand. It keeps them upright and Um, it keeps their head straight forward and they're not going to get as much lean side to side. And then you'll be able to have the freedom to get in and do those trickier parts around the ears without worrying about their head leaning and you creating a much shorter bit where you don't want it. Here's another question from a listener. This is Jackie. Hi, Nerdette. This is Jackie from Charleston, South Carolina. Longtime listener, first time caller. My question is, is how do I convince my boyfriend who I'm quarantining with to let me cut his hair? I'm very interested in cutting his hair. He won't let me do it. I've taken a razor to the back just to clean it up a little bit, but I think it would be really fun for me if he would let me cut his hair. Um, This is more of a selfish reason. He looks just fine, but uh, he won't let me do it, and I need some advice. Thank you. I mean, I guess if there's a willingness to forgive if anything goes wrong, I don't really know what their relationship is. So. <laughs> <laughs> is it worth it, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. And if is it worth it to him to potentially have to shave his head if that's like <laughs> if it goes wrong? Yeah, like he probably should just be like open to that possibility, huh? I think anyone giving themselves a home haircut or giving a haircut to someone they love right now has to admit that there's a possibility that it's gonna end up having to be shorter to be right (laughs) like to be okay at the end of it like (laughs) so I would say start longer than you want to end up and if you feel comfortable then maybe move forward so you've kind of hinted that like you've seen a number of like selfies on Instagram of people who have cut their own hair how much does it stress you out when you scroll through and just see like a real sketchy home haircut right now Well, I thought it was kind of insane until it's not Instagram. It's people I know, like, calling me and being like, this happens. Can you help me? (laughs) 
Um, I, I've seen some hilarious like celebrity home haircuts and stuff online. And I was like, it can't be this hard for people. But I realized how much harder it is. Like when something is second nature to you, you don't realize how foreign it is to somebody who's not doing it. So I, I realize, like, I see it now. I see that it's very challenging and <laughs> it's, it's a little cringy for me at moments, but I think what you were saying about us hitting like the second month is now is the point that even my most cautious friends and clients are hitting that wall of like, I've got to do something. I've got mm-hmm. multiple Zoom virtual haircut advices scheduled this week for people that really? have had enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I think a little, a few tips can help. And honestly, like having your stylist who is probably bored, like they might be willing to do this with you for five minutes and at least sit there and say like, that is too short or you're angling it too much. Um, But just taking your time, I think is gonna be the best thing. Other people we heard from for this episode include Benjamin, who says he is not going to cut his hair or shave his face until there is a vaccine, which I hope for all of our sakes is sooner rather than later. We for sure want to hear from you. We're taking Friday off, but next week episode is going to be all about TV to watch, which means we would love to know what you've been enjoying these days. Are you re-watching The West Wing for the gajillionth time? Have you tried the new Mindy Kingling show yet? It's called Never Have I Ever. It's on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet, but it looks really great. Uh, we want your recommendations. All you need to do is record yourself on your smartphone and then email the file to nerdatpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell us your name and where you are calling from because this is so much more fun when we're all in it together. One more thing you don't want to miss in just a minute. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. So now that it's May, we are closer than ever before to the summer months, which means it's about to be my favorite literary season. Summer reading is the best. I just feel like books that come out in the summer are so well paired with just basking in the sun and drinking delicious cold cocktails. They're just like junk food in the best possible way. And one book that actually just came out that I'm really excited about is super charming and lovely and fun, but you're going to be super skeptical when I tell you what it's called. At least that's what happened to me when I first heard about it. They're all about a robot who was like designed to be a killing machine. You know, he's got like, I don't know, little guns in his arms and stuff. But 
He managed to hack his own system. So now he essentially has what we would think of as free will. He can think for himself. He can make his own decisions. And instead of killing people, what he really wants to do is be left alone and watch trashy TV. He wants to just like binge apps. And of course, he gets wrapped up in some pretty interesting mysteries. Um, But like he's also just struggling to figure out how to make eye contact with humans without feeling really anxious and awkward about it. So if that sounds good, that's because it is good. It's super cute and it's oddly charming and surprisingly comforting, even though it is called The Murder Bot Diaries. I highly recommend that you try these books out. There are four little like mini novellas. And then the full-length novel just came out. It's called Network Effect. And these books are just a really good time, especially if you love questions about what it really means to be human or you like angsty sort of like adolescent people who just want to watch a lot of TV. Uh, You should definitely check them out. They're by Martha Wells. And they are great. And of course, if you're looking for other book recommendations, you should for sure check out Nerdette's Instagram page because it's pretty much just all books all the time. I also mention a lot of books in our newsletter, which you can sign up for when you go to wbez.org slash AF. All right, that's it for today. The show is produced by Justin Bull. Our executive producer is Brendan Banizak. Take care, and we will see you next Tuesday. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.